Welcome back to TNI UK Impacted, coming to you live via the Total Nonstop Impact Network on YouTube and Twitch. I'm your host, Bison, and today I'm joined by the one and only Joker. And of course, the one simply known as Steve. Hi, guys. How are we going? Very good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not bad, mate. I just uh, have to apologise there. Um, I think it was my end. I had to do a quick reboot on the old uh, Wi-Fi. I've got one of those uh, extenders. Um, so I just had to do a little quick reboot to, to make thump. sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. basically, that's what I did. I just give it a, give it, give it a bison, bison punch and uh, got it all back up running again. It was all good. Uh, but how are you guys anyway? Uh, ha- sorry, how are you, Steve? Yeah, we're not too bad, thanks. Yeah, we're um, say lot lot been going on, but keeping keeping one eye on this this weekend, which is keeping us going. Exactly, we've got a hell of a weekend ahead of us. We'll yes. talk about that in a bit. So, um, listen, guys, I just want to say a quick hello to uh, to who we've got in the chat. Um, obviously, we had a few people waiting there, getting a bit you know a bit worried, wondering where the show was. Uh, but so it's a quick hello to. Terence, and it looks like we've got James Bright in the house. Uh, Mir's with us again. Courtney's with us. Uh, fantastic to see you guys. Thanks very much for uh, for hanging in there while we were uh, where we were getting our technical issues sorted. But uh, yeah, it's all good. It's all good, guys. Nice to see it. Anyway, we'll we'll keep saying hey, if any any of you got anything that you want to say, then please don't hesitate to drop some stuff in there. Uh, Zach's turned up as well. Great to see Zach Bonifer in the house as well. Oh goodness, all the uh, all the T and I fam are in the house today. Ooh, so it's good to in. see. All rocking and rolling. They're all coming in. Um, there you go. Of course, we are impacted, aren't we? That's what we are. We are the impact team, the impacted team. There you go. Guys, let's get firing into some of these news rumors and, of course, the impact recap. Um, first of all, I just want to, uh, I just want to obviously, you know, send out our heartfelt, uh, you know, thank you to the incredible Brian Hebner, who uh, this past could retire from impact wrestling. Um, it was fantastic to see that they released um, they released a video of, of, of the retirement in the ring uh, with uh, with Kaz making speeches and, and uh, Chris and uh, Chris Saban etc making speech. I thought it was really really good, uh, lovely to see. And of course, I've never actually heard, or I don't think I'd heard Brian speak before, because uh, of course you don't very often get the rest speaking, do you? They just sort of kind of there. Um, mm. And uh, but I'd never heard him speak before, and I never realised how uh, well, I don't know how sort of I don't know, Central American possibly uh, you would say he sounded. Um, but um, 
yeah, but yeah, it was all good. So I think that's you know all this left for us to say here because we've enjoyed um, you know all the great work that uh, that Brian's done over over the years with TNA and of course now Impact Wrestling. Um, it's just to say thank you so much for all your hard work and uh, we appreciate you. Yeah, definitely. Is that about it, fellas? Yeah, we got we got Earl in the the Hall of Fame. Hopefully, we'll see Brian in there soon. Oh, you never know. That would be really cool, wouldn't it? That would be yeah. really cool. Uh, Courtney's a groomy. She doesn't think she's ever heard him speak either. Mm-hmm. Uh, great to see Donald's arrived as well. Donald Hill in the house. Great to see him, my friend. Um, okay, and of course, along with that, we then get this. Um, so I never is expecting this as well. We then get Kaz giving a heartfelt speech to the Impact Faithful, and of course the locker room, including a, 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 an incredible. Um, moment between him and Chris Saban where he sort of basically says Chris Saban is the is the best he's ever been in the ring with, which I thought was a, a amazing thing to say. Um mm. yeah, so it was amazing. And you could tell that it all came from the heart. Um, you know, obviously impact means a great deal to him, hence why I think he made sure that he was available for the Slammiversary and the twenty year, you know, um the twenty year sort of kind of like celebrations, etc. Uh but I don't know what. What were your thoughts on this, Joe? Did you see it? No, I've yet to actually watch last week's Impact Wrestling. I only managed to jump. No, this catch. this was separate, mate. This was separate. This came out separate on the. Um, it's been on Twitter. I think last couple of days. I, I, I've seen it on Twitter. I've never actually clicked on it. So, but I, I know. Um, from, I've read um, the gist of it from Frankie Gazarian's Twitter and from and Chris Saban's response to it, and. It was just amazing to see, amazing to see, and hopefully we actually do see them go one on one again. You know, because they, they hint that maybe it would happen, but maybe that's just like to keep it. Maybe, yeah, never take it off the table. But I don't think we'll see it one on one, one on one again, not in Impact Wrestling. But you know, if we could get get them one on one in AEW, that would be amazing for for them to see Chris Saban in the ring. You know, there you go. but I know I know those two put on an absolute cl- um, classic. Just just watching the tag team match from Summer anniversary, you could see the chemistry between them and a, a match they had before. On and more smashed it, smashed it to bits. So, but um, kudos kudos to Frankie um, Kazarian. It was great to see him again. And I agree. All the best. I totally agree. Hello, bonus boy, and uh, happy birthday. Um, and what about yourself, uh, Steve? What what was your thoughts on all of this? Yeah, well, it's like you said um, a little while ago, it's you can tell that it, it came from the heart. Um, and like the match that they had together, it, it was everything was driven purely from the heart. And it was something that they that they, they felt they needed to do. It wasn't something they were told to do. It was something they felt we want to do this. We want to be here. And everything that they said, it was like it was passion. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, um, it, and and that that's why that's why it was um, it was more you felt that you were with them for the ride. You were not just watching t- someone say something. Yeah, no, totally, mm. totally agree with that, hundred percent. And uh, just want to quickly say uh, welcome to Anna, who's obviously our beautiful pilot, who's just joined us as well. So uh, great, great, thanks for joining us. And you're totally right. I I, I think it was amazing, and uh, and it just goes to show you know, how much impact wrestling does mean to quite a few people. And sometimes it's people you don't necessarily, um, you know, you don't necessarily realize, you know, because mm. I, I have to be honest, I was disappointed when both Chris Daniels and Kaz kind of 
you know, walked away from Impact and, and ended up when when the opportunity came up, they joined AEW, but they could have also come back to Impact yeah. at that point. Yeah, and they chose AEW. Um, I, I have to be honest, I was disappointed at that point. But then when you think about where Impact was at that moment, the opportunity that AEW was offering them was was probably way bigger, sort of financially probably. Um, probably more security as well you know family they're both family guys um so there's there's more to think about than necessarily just the the brand itself they got to think about other things so um you know i i i kind of get that i I get why a decision was made even though i was disappointed at the time you know Mm. um now also Are we still there, Jet? Are we still there, bud? <laughs> He's frozen again. Yep. Where were we? <laughs> you, you better continue. If you yeah, I'm trying to... Yeah, that's where we were. Um, yeah, the... Um, the Apparently, the internet has gone wild over the uh, Trey Miguel and the uh, Mike Bailey match. Lots of... Um, Lots of uh, lots of people offering praise to it, um, like uh, the Pro Wrestling Revolver, Dirt Sheets, really, really getting into it, aren't they? Apparently, it's getting yeah. a lot of widespread praise. The, the praise it's gotten is absolutely amazing, <laughs> and I, I, only just watching it yesterday, I was, that mm. that you know, like I said before, spoilers add fuel to the fire went for me. And reading all the, the feedback from everybody, from um, um, even from Dave Meltzer of all bloody people. That was mm. just to see someone as biased as him actually giving Impact Wrestling some uh, some praise, and you know uh, it was amazing. You know, even um, Trey Miguel got back to me today after I congratulated him and Mike Bailey on their, their match. Trey Miguel gave us a thumbs up this morning, so I'm really, really, oh, yeah. you know. But that match deserved the attention it got. Impact Wrestling have really, really shoved the exhibition right back into the forefront again over the last four years, and. It's where it belongs. And the, Mike Bailey, Trey Miguel, they're the guys who are really keeping it going and they're going to probably keep it up there now. Mm, yeah. I mean, I said I said a while ago that I really felt like with name with names like Trey Miguel, uh, Mike Bailey, Ace Austin, you could really have the new evolution of your AJ Daniels and Joe on your hands. And it yeah. really looks like, especially with Trey and, um, Trey and Bailey, they, they see... They see that, don't they? And it really it's good that, um, you know, outside that more people, um, more sort of dirt sheets and that are picking that up and sort of saying, hang on a minute, Impact are putting these matches on that should be worldwide noticeable. Yeah, it's it's, it's anything that adds adds to, to the, the attention about wrestling gets and in a positive light is more than welcome mm. and. You know, guys like Trey Miguel, Mike Bailey, they all they've done is show massive appreciation for it too. They're not gloating about it or anything, you know. So it just shows Impact Wrestling is all about the fans, and you know yeah. that you, you give them um, uh, praise, they'll give it back to you. They'll, they'll give you mm. show gratitude. Yeah, definitely. And again, if if you if if it gets one that one match that is looked upon and think, well, it really was that good then it gives you that extra incentive to think, well, maybe I'll watch the rest of the event. Yeah. Which then leads on to the to the TV show, doesn't it? 
yeah, and we've got um, Mike Bailey's got his match coming up as well. His exhibition title, his his post match promo, really yes. sets set a lot for the tone of where it's gonna where he's taking everything now as well. He, he's like he's gonna be a fighting champion as everyone says they're gonna be, but Mike Bailey's, um, you know, he's he's done over five years waiting to get into the US, and he, he's letting and since he's come to America, he's taken the whole place, the whole um circuit by storm, and mm. so. It, and him winning the exhibition title was just was just inevitable to take a uh, quote from Ace Austin. <laughs> yes, not to not to insult on his wounds because I was such a huge fan of well, so a huge fan of Ace Austin. And I was really hoping he would go far with the exhibition title, but might be. I think he could he could really go real far, and hope, hopefully we could see him have a really really long run with this, really really mm. carry division like Austin Aries did for a while, and maybe even get beat Austin Aries record. Yeah. Yeah, I say. Speaking of like sort of seeing long runs and kind of new new areas, do you really do you think that from what we saw against all odds, we could see the um, a new direction of like knockouts tag champs on the way um, with what we saw from Deonna, um and Chelsea Green? Like, there's a um, there's a possibility of um, uh, the new knockouts tag champs on the way, isn't there as well? Definitely, you know, Diana Price has been pushing for them to work together for a while. She's like hinted at it for for a couple a couple leading up to Summerversary, and now that they had that match at Summerversary and going through against Solo, they've been both of them have been putting out that they are a team. We are going to work together, and now after that amazing match against Solo, they're gonna they're going for gold. And it's only a matter of time before Ty Valkyrie and Rosemary fall to Diana and Chelsea Green. But mm. it's great to see an established team, on Impact, a homegrown team on Impact Wrestling yes. once again holding the titles. <clears throat> yeah, it's 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 an area where us as fans for a long time have been calling for Impact to build the knockouts tag division, isn't it? And then... You know, Diana and Chelsea have been wanting to tag together for a long time, and finally, it's it's just you know pulling, finally putting one and one together, and it just seems to be making two, and then them getting this win together, and they were working well together as a team, weren't they? Yeah. So it it really looks like it's that that push finally coming together. Um, it's just a case of when when do, when does that push happen? Yeah, um, it's, it's great. Um... Well, you, you've just summed it up. You know, um, they they were never they come there. No, let's move on. My mind's gone blank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been lost into the void again, has it? Yeah, I'll be just, I'll just be humming and ahhing. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, but yeah, like you know, there, there's there's a lot of um, a lot of uh, sort of things. A case of uh, when, not if, um, and a lot of sort of wrestlers that we're sort of seeing now get pushes. And um, I think there's a, a couple recently that we've sort of started to see see get more pushed, which is. Um, <sighs> Because um, we were calling, weren't we, for um, to see more of like Black Taurus and um, uh, Laredo Kid, um, yeah. and the yeah, air we're starting to see the Luchadors a bit more now, which is kind of interesting. Because does does that mean that kind of there's going to be more more coming in from AAA, or maybe we're going to see more more sort of direction with those two? It, it's, it kind of opens up a few more doors, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I hope this does lead to uh, some sort of rivalry between the two of them on Impact Wrestling because they were mm. absolutely amazing. Their match on BTI a couple of weeks ago was, was fantastic. And then they took it up an even bigger level on yeah. um, on against all odds. And now it's 1-1 one, one, one to 
um, for each of them. So they need a rubber, rubber match at least. But I hope this this also is like a hint that they're going to they're planning on going back to Mexico soon as well. Because I, I know mm. um, Canada must be a mess site, surely. So Mexico will definitely be on the table as well. Hopefully, sometime mm. next year. But yeah. Laredo, Laredo Kid, you know, he's not. He's had shots to, to go for the exhibitions like, or not got there, but he delivers amazing matches. And Black Taurus is exactly the same. These two guys that, that you can't get a real good sense of direction with them because they're up for AAA as well. But when you get them on the card, they don't disappoint. And you're just I'm blown away, but you, you wish to see more of them. And we need to see more mm. of them. Yeah, Gary just now putting up Vikingo versus Josh Alexander Part Two. Yeah, yes, please take, take my money, please. I would love yeah. to see that again. That yeah. would be amazing. Yeah, and yes, yeah, James, they did absolutely, um, absolutely tear the 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 um, the pre-show up and and bonkers. I, I'm very surprised we didn't see Sue Young turn up at Slammiversary. I, I really did. Um, and they are surely setting up something with Havoc, you feel? Yeah, I do. I think I think yeah. we're going to see them before Bound for Glory, or at Bound for Glory, they're going to come back yeah. and something's going to happen, because James Mitchell just, just knows Havoc's in the Undead Realm. Yeah. Or, it's he, been... he, well, he didn't say Undead Realm, he said she's in the realm somewhere, so... Yeah, yeah, and I think there's someone else that might be lost now, trying to be coming back from the realm. Yeah. We've got the Bison back. Yeah, yeah. Just, just just picking up from your um, um, point there, critical thing. Yes, I know Ban- Bandido did hint he's interested in coming to Impact Wrestling. That is someone well, I'd love to see against the Riddick and Black Tarus. You know, those are guys I'd love to see come in. Even if we can get Viking, I'll get to come up from AAA to, to Impact Wrestling for a show. That would be amazing. Yeah, that would definitely. Yeah. So, whereabouts we, are we, lads? Whereabouts are we, so we can get back into this? We were just um, covering um, the Luchadors getting more time over Laredo Kid and sort of uh, Black Toys. Okay, okay. So let me so, just yeah. get back onto my stuff here. Ah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, no, you're right. I think it's making a massive difference uh, that we've done that now. Did you cover? Did you cover Mike? Did you cover the uh, wrestling revolver? Not yet, no. We did um, Deanna Fraz and Chelsea Green. Oh, okay. All right. Well, it's been advertised that Mike Bailey will face um, Ice Cold Manders at the Wrestle Carnival Cage of Horrors pay-per-view on fight this Saturday. Um, So definitely that will be... I think that's definitely going to be one to watch. So if you, if you, if you're into wrestling revolver, uh, you want to go in and you're obviously a Mike Bailey fan and you're a Manders fan, you want to go and check that one out. That's going to be, that's going to be pretty cool, man. I'm, I'm, if I could, I'd be looking forward to that one, but unfortunately I'm not going to be staying up to watch that. We'll let you know why in a second. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, also, so we just talked about Luchas. Also, I've noticed that MLW have announced a TV deal in the UK, um, and I think to be fair, if MLW can get a deal in the in the in the UK, I think it's about time Impact pulled the fingers out. What do you think, lads? Definitely. You know, if, if Impact Wrestling and MLW could do a cross promotion event, that'd be awesome. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah cross promotion event would be good, yeah. but I'm talking about I mean... a, a TV deal. To be fair. De- de- depends i mean it it depends obviously you know it, it sounds good on paper but it just depends like how how well it, it is behind the scenes doesn't it because it, it can be quite complicated unless it's a good relationship between the two companies you're right am i choppy again 
I don't know. No. It seemed <clears throat> fine, but am I a little bit choppy? No, you're fine. Oh, you see, you seem alright. Okay, cool. Yeah. Right, so what I was saying was that MLW have obviously announced a, a TV deal in the hmm. UK. Oh, in the um, UK. I missed that part. Yes, Sorry. That, yeah. that went over my head. Sorry. Okay, cool. Um, and I'm just saying, do you think it's about time that... Uh, I think it's about time that we definitely got uh, Impact, obviously, pulled their fingers out and did the same. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Sorry, mis- misunderstood the question. <laughs> That's all right, Go. I'm thinking... What the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> but um, okay, yeah, no, it would be, I mean, it, it, you know, especially <laughs> we've had a lot of stuff that's been announced recently. I mean, Kurt Bell's been saying that uh, I, I noticed he put something out on Twitter saying that you know he's like ticking off, you know, working with Impact that kind of stuff. So I'm sure there's going to be some stuff mm-hmm. in the works with regards to those, with, with regards to those two. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, um, I know that they're doing something at uh, one of the um, WrestleCons or something going on at some point mm. where we've got like a, a bit of an MLW impact crossover. I mean, yeah. MLW well, got, got some great talent. You, they have. You got that. You got that show in you with like that Ric Flair thing, where there's a lot of MLW and Impact talent working together. I think. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So I think it's. I think it's a fantastic. Uh, you know, thing and and like I said, there's some fantastic talent at MLW. Uh, we've got some fantastic ta- talent at Impact. I think we we could put together some pretty cool matches. So I'm glad to see that. You know, is something which is on the cards now. Of course, Eric Young, the leader of Violet by Design himself, is um, back in the UK this weekend, appearing at WES on Saturday. Um, and of course, at Wrestle Carnival on Sunday. Um, now let's talk about WES first of all. Obviously, uh, got to be in Nottingham at the arena. Um, now again, we're getting negative press, we're getting negative press again. Um, you know, it, it appears that uh, there's certain you know professionals are not happy, talents aren't happy with the way that they're handling things, they're not handling things professionally. Um, you know, and Matthew Raywell has been the latest who's basically been quite public on, on, on the socials about how disappointed he is in, uh, in the way he's been treated. Um, you know, they're not getting off to a good start, are they? I mean, they're, they're booking 10,000 seater arenas. Um, you know, they're cancelling shows. They're not communicating with talents. They're not um, thinking, basically. I've heard, yeah. I've heard a rumour. I've heard a rumor um, that because you have to book visas and all that kind of stuff to work yeah. in you to work in the UK, right? So yeah. I've I've heard a rumor that they've not even sorted out the visas for t- traveling talents. Um, so it, it comes across as you know this is what we want to do, and then when they when they're doing it, it's like actually we didn't realize how much it entailed to do this. Well, maybe, but I mean, you know, you, at the end of the day, this is not this is not the first time now. You know, this is not the first time. This is the second time now, at least. That, mm. You know that they've 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 basically you know you know fucked up. Yes. Um, and you know they've they're, they're they're pissing people off. You know, yes. soon they're going to get to a point where the talents won't want to won't want to sign up. The trouble is though. Isn't isn't the isn't who's doing this a couple of former wrestlers? Well, yes, it is. I mean, they're, they're no, no, but what, no, but what I mean wrestlers. is, if they if they go back to wrestling, then no one's going to want to work work with them as wrestlers either, are they? 
I don't know. I mean, I mean, like you said, I mean, is this, you know, all just naivety? Maybe. Um, you know, but, you know, I always say if you're going to sit down and you're going to do something, then you align yourself with people that know what they're doing, right? Yeah. You know, look, 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 how, look, how, look how TNA started. Je- they got Jeff Jarrett sat down with a bunch of guys. He's got, got, he knew what, they, knew what they wanted and they set it out and then they got it going. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. strange to me. And again, a lot of people are saying five star all over again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know that didn't that that kind of was that kind of fell flat on its face. But at least at least they um, at least they managed to get some shows going. Yeah, you know, it's it's not out there. this they hasn't even got off the ground yet, and they're they're already fucking up. It just <laughs> just it just seems crazy, um, and and I and I just. I just, I don't know. I just, I don't, I've, I've put off um, even kind of looking at maybe buying it on fight um, because obviously it is available on fight as well. And I'm like, man, I don't know. I, I think I'd rather like support like the indie shows like Wrestle Carnival, who I know that when I get there, I'm going to get a really good show. Yeah. Uh, you know, they put their heart and soul into it. I mean, Gary over at Wrestle Carnival works so hard behind the scenes. He puts his, his you know, his, his heart and soul into it. He's, you know, he really wants to make sure that it's a great show. And talking about Wrestle Carnival, this Sunday, July 10th, in Coventry, the EMC, we have got Wrestle Carnival Ringmasters. And who's going to be there in the house? Ringside. Yours truly, the Joker, simply Steve, and drum roll, please. Boomer <laughs> Bison will be in the house. Oh, baby! I think uh, it's going to be it's going to be a great show. There's some fantastic, uh, there's some fantastic talent on uh, on display. So really looking forward to it. And I know quite a few of our listeners, are, I believe, or certainly a few of our listeners are uh, or, or watchers, or you know, they're here today. I believe some of those guys are uh, going to be heading over as well. Um, so you know, maybe you could, don't forget. You know, come on over, guys. Say hello. Um, you know, because don't forget, a lot of us we don't necessarily know your faces, mm. um, but of course. You know ours. So yeah. you're making loads of shirts. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll be wearing our shirts and all sorts. <laughs> I'm gonna I've uh, I have i have got this new shirt, boys. I, I think I posted I'll let you see it earlier, but uh, it's a new decay one, uh which uh, Crazy C's been selling. I think it's a well cool shirt. I love the colour. It's a cool shirt. You know? And uh, I actually have ordered my bison t shirt, my Lord Bison t shirt. I've ordered. I'm gonna wear it for the very first time <laughs> this Saturday. So you can't miss me. Red shirt. It's got Lord Bison impacted underneath. 100% pure beefalo. It's all on there. Okay. So make sure you come over and say hello to us. Um, it's going to be great to. Uh, it'd be great to speak to some of the, some of our um, avid listeners. It'd be fantastic. Um, so make sure you do. If you've not bought a ticket yet, I believe there's still a few available. They've just hit, I think, 300 tickets sold, which is amazing. Um, so it's going to be pretty. Road, rowdy it's going to be pretty loud it's going to and it's a great venue um so make sure you get yourselves in i think there's a few gas left um so so get in there see if we can we can break that 300 mark would be pretty amazing um and uh yeah wrestle carnival all the way some great matches on the card like i say scotty too hot he's there uh eric young's there 
Um, Charles Crowley. Crowley. I remember name. Lana, Charles Crowley, obviously. Lana Beck Austin. Is there. Uh, yeah, Becco was our guest last week. She's there versus, uh, obviously, up against Lana Austin. It's going to be a really, really great show. I also believe... I also believe that they are going to crown the brand spanking new inaugural uh, Wrestle Carnival pure champion. Yes. Um, so we need to, you know, you've got to be there for that because that's like historical, right? It's a first. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're going to be there the day that they crown a pure champion at Wrestle Carnival. How exciting is this? And in 20 years, we'll be going. Were you there? I was there. I was there the day that the pure champion was crowned at Wrestle Carnival. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. So, guys, listen. If you haven't bought a ticket, get buying a ticket. It's in Coventry this Sunday. Wrestle Carnival Ringmasters. Uh, Eric Young, as I say, is on the card. So, if you're big, you know, if you're an Impact fan, there's Eric Young straight away. Lana Austin. Uh, there's some great talent from the UK on on the card, including the Wrestle Carnival champion Charles Crowley. So. Get stuck into this one. It's going to be a great show. Now, all that said, let's get back to the Impact stuff. Now, we have seen a real game upping when it comes to the ticket promotion for uh, shows since Slammiversary, which I think is great news. The only trouble is, and we were talking about this earlier, we're seeing a lot more promotion going around on the socials. However, it's still very much Twittersphere based. We're still not seeing anything on Instagram. We're still not seeing a massive amount on Facebook on youtube or anywhere like that one thing that is good though that I'm, I'm really pleased to see is that a lot of the so-called wrestling outlets are starting to promote the shows as well yeah. so um mm. i think that's really good to see i think that's a real positive move um from impact and of course to see uh the the, the wrestling sheets as well starting to sort of kind of push it out share stuff you know show people that they you know that they watch the show so you know, everyone should watch the show, if, if you ask me. I don't know. What are your thoughts on this, guys? What have you seen? Apart from on Twitter, I've not seen anything. Um, I, 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 I agree with you, though. It does need... They need to, they're need they going to start marketing it and, and promoting the show. They need, to, they need to do it, especially on Facebook and what and YouTube. They're the two, the two big platforms in social media. Instagram needs to be on Instagram. Yeah, you know, it, whatever. Think about, think about Instagram is a lot. A lot Instagram is is uh, um, a lot of the talent there. They use it for their for their own um, personal use. It's not really there for, for them to promote the company, but they do they do promote the company. So things like Twitter and Facebook and, and YouTube are the big big um, places you would push it through. If that doesn't okay. make sense. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree with you. They need to be pushing it more on other avenues other than just Twitter. I mean, do you feel the same, Steve? Yeah, just need, like you say, just need to do as much as possible and as a widespread as possible. Um, exactly. You know, if you're I... if you're going to a local um, a local venue or a local area, go there two months prior, three months prior um, to advertise it. Um, as as much in advance as you can. Yeah, I think that's the key. And I think that's interesting in the sense that, you know, we've had um, the, 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 we've had the last sort of like four venues that have, that have been announced now in advance. You know, we've now got the Lone yeah. Star Stampede 
as well, which is going to be, um, I think that's going to get sold out. Um, I, I honestly think that the next, the, the set of tapings um, in, I forgot, like, like a merger, the ones in Chicago, I think yeah. those are going to, those are going to, they're going to be sold mm. out as well. I mean, yeah. night two is already sold out. Um, uh, certainly the floor seating anyway, most of the floor seats have gone for night two in Chicago. Um, I, I think I saw that, uh, the Stampede, one of the nights, is, is looking pretty popular as well. So I think it's just a case of, you know, they need to, they just need to keep going at it. Don't stop. Keep mm. pushing. Um, yeah. You know, ultimate pusher. That's what we need. Tyreek mm. is doing a great job. Yeah. And even, even as well, working with the venues that they get, that they go to, because I don't know if they have any... Um, uh, agreements with the venues that they work with, you know, because if yeah. they say, well, look, we're promoting our show, but you're the venue, you help promote it as well. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I, I'm sure they probably do, though. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, I'm but... sure they do. But, you know, I don't ever see see or see it advertised anywhere else from anywhere but Impact. No, that's true. And that's true. And that's what I was trying to say earlier, that it's nice mm. to now start seeing that some of the actual wrestling outlets themselves are starting to start sharing yeah. stuff, starting to advertise the shows. It's yeah. almost like, you know, they, they've sort of kind of been in contact and said, come on, guys, you know, we are a wrestling promotion at the end of the day. Like, help us out. Um, or they've got some deals or something, but it just seems that all of a sudden, um, you know, that a lot of the sheets are now starting to be a lot more positive, um, including... Um, you know, Wrestling Observer have been have been quite positive as well. Um, you know, we see a lot of stuff uh, being reposted, a lot of positivity at the moment. So that's great, mm. and we just yeah. need to we just need to keep up with that and not stop. We can't yeah. stop. We've got to keep going. Yeah. And, and I can say, and let's not forget, it wasn't until that Unbreakable Freeway where things did start to pick up back in 05. So it can just take one match. Exactly, exactly. And, and talking about one match, one thing I've noticed this week is uh, Impact have obviously got a big debut match going on this, this sort of set for this Thursday as Alan Angel's former AW uh, Dark Order talent takes on Mike Bailey for the X Division title. This has been making waves all over the wrestling socials, including many wrestling sheets as well. They have all been promoting it. So, you know, again, you know, you, you start getting a couple of good matches, you know, we start getting a little bit of, uh, you know, sauce going on. And before you know it, um, people are going to say, well, hang on a minute, what's all the fuss about? You know, and that's what we need. That's what we need. We need buzz um, mm. about stuff that we're doing. And then we need to we need to really capitalize on that. So fingers crossed. I mean, there is already been buzz about this, um, about this match all over the place. I think impact of smart by letting us know that this match is definitely happening that they at the end of the day it happened at a taping so people yeah. were already aware yeah. that he was there they already know this match happened so i think it's been a very smart move to then start advertising the fact this match has happened and then and then like i said other you know outlets of wrestling news or whatever have started to really kind of also continue that narrative and pushing that forward which i think is also and hopefully long may that continue because we need to see more of that um which is absolutely great to see i mean what are your thoughts in the chat guys have you you know have you noticed uh, uh you know an uh, almost 
like an upsurge in in sort of kind of like promoting the shows, trying to sell tickets, letting people know about you know, Impact coming to their town. Have you guys noticed uh, an upsurge as well yourselves, or is it just something that you know you know I've I've been picking up, or we've been picking up over the last sort of week or so since uh, since Slammiversary? It just seems to have gone, you know, we just seem to be seeing so much more. That's the thing. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, Josh Alexander, Jordan Grace are going to be appearing at OBW. Um, you know, James is saying that uh, he's seen a lot, a lot, lot more of the dirt sheets. You know, talking about Impact, I think it's started to happen. We're starting to get a little bit more interested. You know, I keep saying, uh, I sorry, I keep seeing like people going, "Oh God, I guess I'm going to have to start watching Impact then." You know, I keep <laughs> seeing stuff like that, but you know, and I, I keep thinking to myself like. Well, you don't have to, like, yeah, you know what I mean. You don't have to, but if you want to watch a great wrestling show, then yeah, watch it, you know. Mm. But, um, yeah, interesting yeah. stuff, interesting stuff, guys. And, and it looks like even Gary's noticed that uh, he's been seeing a lot more as well. Mm. Yeah, it's like it makes me smile when people complain about impact, but they're referring to things that happened eight years ago. And then they're complaining about how bad their sh- their weekly show is oh, today, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, I can't, I can't sort of take you seriously complaining about how impact, how bad impact is when you're referring yeah. to something eight years ago when you don't even like your show on a weekly basis today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And the, the show that you're referring to, and the talent you're referring to, are not even in the bloody company anymore. In yeah. fact, they're on the show that you claim you like <laughs> yeah. as well. And that's the thing that gets me as well. Um, and you know what? And as soon as a talent starts to do well, right? They love they, them. They love them. They're, they're like, they love them. Come to AW. Or as soon as you get like so-and-so's not happy, you know, you, as soon as there's like, you know, or Josh Alexander. Do you remember all the Josh Alexander stuff? Yeah. Uh, Josh, Josh Alexander could be leaving the company. Um, you know, he's not happy. Da, da, da. And then all the AW go, oh, come to, come to AW. Yeah, 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 that'd be great. Just, yeah, you want to come to AW? As soon as he then click, you know, as soon as the announcement's made that he signed the long-term deal, it's, oh, well, you know, he's shit anyway. And, uh, he wasn't, he wasn't that good. And, uh, it's, it's like when Ace Austin went to New Japan Pro Wrestling and you know, even when Jordan Grace won the lockout title, people were saying to, to, to her, she should go to WWE now. And she just flattened everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just, it just ain't crazy, and I agree with that, Gary. I have a funny feeling that you know, Impact have clearly got a heavy involvement with regards to Ric Flair's final match. Yeah. Mm. Um, so again, that's going to pull a lot of people are going to want to come in and watch that, which means that they're going to get to see a lot of Impact wrestling stars. Um, yeah. Could that pull people in? Could that pull people? Can they go? Geez, some of these guys are really good. Uh, I, I need to watch this show. Yeah. Um, you know, it could do. And I think that's probably one of the reasons they're doing it. Yeah. Well, they have to have a good undercard because, in all fairness, Rick, the Ric Flair match is probably not going to be oh, that mate. good. It's, it's <laughs> going to be terrible. It's going to be terrible, yeah. but it's a nostalgia yeah. thing. But you've got, you got to remember, it's it's going to be Ric Flair's last match until his next last match. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, yeah. And, and Critical Sting, you're 100% right. All the impact talent are mid carders until all of yeah. a sudden they get signed to AEW, <laughs> uh, and then all of a sudden they're they, they're the best thing since sliced bread. 
uh, I, I like that one as well. Yeah. You saw Street somewhere along the lines of people always love Impact when it's not in Impact. And that's yeah. so true. Yeah. That is so true. You know, um, and uh, yeah, it's crazy. Um, and, and what gets me is when other, pro- when other promotions start doing these storylines and people go, oh, this is an amazing storyline. This is great. And then you go, yeah, Impact did that storyline two years ago. Oh, no, like, we didn't. Oh, no, they didn't. Oh, no. You Pan- know, and, pantomime villain. Oh, no, they didn't. Oh, yes, they did. <laughs> you know, it just, just does my nut in. Absolutely does my nut in. Um, so any, and anyone that says... WWE or any other promotions do not copy Impact storylines is full of shit because mm. they do. They yeah. do. They might change them a little bit, but they're relatively the same bloody thing, just done in a slightly different way. Yeah. Um, but it's the same fucking story. But there you go. Anyway, right. guys, this, yeah, let's get on. Let's get on to this review, guys, because this show was phenomenal, and I'm very excited to sort of kind of get talking about this. Um, I, I really am, and of course, it starts off with the countdown pre-show. Now we then retreated to what I thought was an unbelievable opening match um, of the night's entertainment. That was Black Taurus, of course, with his with Crazy Steve at his side. Black Taurus, baby, um, versus the equally incredible Laredo Kid. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you what, this is how this runs down. So Taurus comes out, hits a, a hits a lung blower for two. Kid attempts to attempt to cut her, but Taurus counters into a sling blade. Kid spikes in with a with a crucifix bomb out of nowhere. Taurus swats uh, Kid out of the midair with his port with his ball horns, which is amazing. Right, <laughs> Kid soars with a moonsault off the top rope to the floor. Taurus gets his knees up on the next Moonsaw attempt, then hits a pop-up Samoan drop. Wow. How good was that? that How good. Yeah, but, like, how well does he pull that off? Yeah. yeah. It's so well executed. So well executed. He gets a two-count on that one. Taurus then connects with a power ball. I like the way he changes them to stuff like that, uh, the power ball, um, (laughs) to then score... Uh, the one, two, three score of victory. Black Taurus defeating Laredo Kid. Uh, two things here. Incredible match. Two guys that know each other very well. Um, really, really good match. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I mean, Laredo Kid was great. It could have gone either way. I, was, I had no idea who was going to win this, I have to say. Just like end to end action. If you if it was a football match, it'd be one of those like end to end goal mouth actions from one end to the other type yeah. act, you know. Um it was great. Um and it was good to see Black Taurus uh come in, get a victory. We we need to see some more victories for, for decay. Um and this was the start of it for tonight. Yeah. What were your thoughts, Steve? What do you think on this one? Uh yeah, like you said, the the chemist you could tell that these two were really familiar with each other um there was a few moves in this match where they'd hit something and i genuinely didn't know who came out on top because it they were so connected with each other i was like well who came out better there and then obviously taurus would just stand up i was like okay taurus got the better of that but it was yeah this this was the perfect way to kick off the the show to a degree um, and if you were looking for a perfect buy-in match, this was it. It really was. Um, and yeah, Decay really needed this win. Um, and 
uh, it's a shame, like I say, Laredo Kid had to lose because he kind of needs something as well. But again, it, it's uh, it's a it's a great a great match to open up with, and I, you knew that watching this, you were in for something for the rest of the night. It it, it was the perfect match to say, go on, top this. Definitely. Yeah. Did you did you watch the page, Manjo? I did. Yes. So, did you enjoy this one? I loved this match. This match was absolutely amazing. Um, Steve, you both said pretty much what I need to say as far as the in-min action goes. But th- I, this is now—I said it earlier. This is now one all between the Radio Kid and Black Tarus. So, hopefully, we'll get a rubber match. And I hope this is actually mm. just lead to some sort of rivalry between the two of them to keep like Decay in the mix, to keep the Radio Kid relevant. Now that we got Mike Bailey going off Elsa with the exhibition title. Yeah, so yeah. it'd be good to keep to keep both of them, but the offense they got in and that, especially the the head the that headbutt Black Tourist did off when Mike Bailey was trying to springboard off the ropes, the flying horns into the head, the chest. That was an absolutely amazing. I did not see that coming at all, and, and, and you know they are just amazing wrestlers and offense and overlooked because they've not got gold around their waist, but they are so amazing. I, I totally agree with that. I think they're they're fantastic talents. Um, you know, both of them. You know, really, really need. Um, you know, to keep pushing it through. You know, I totally agree in the sense that um, you know, Laredo, the, the rubber match thing. I think you know maybe there's a possibility we we could see uh, you know Black Tories versus Laredo Kid, or you know maybe Laredo Kid could tag with somebody now. Um, yeah. which then, you know, which leads to maybe a crazy Steve Black Toros uh, um, tag match would be pretty cool. Um, and I happen to agree with, with Larry there. Um, mm-hmm. We know why. We know exact. We know why that they, they're not in a position to necessarily push uh, Black Taurus at the moment because we had Crazy Steve on a little while ago and we talked about that then um, because we, we all feel that the power of them is tagged as a tag team is pretty awesome, right? Um but they can't really push Black Tories because they can't necessarily always guarantee him to be on the show because at the end of the day, he is a AAA talent. Um, and sometimes he could be there and sometimes he can. And if you start pushing someone as a champion or you start pushing them as a character in a storyline and then all of a sudden they're not able to come to a set of tapings which might take in, say, a month's worth of TV, then you're screwed, aren't you? Yeah. So. You know, unless there comes a point where they, you know, look at the possibility of signing him full time to, you know, so they've got him when they need him, um, then I think that's a difficult thing to, to happen. <laughs> I love that. I, I, do you know what? Like, I've said this before, and, and, and you know, I totally agree with that. Like I say, I totally agree with Larry. Black Taurus is an amazing character, and I just, I just wish we were able to see more of that uh, because he is a, he's, he's awesome. He really is awesome. Great in the ring, a great character. I mean, we know he can't speak English, which is probably what's holding him back. Um, but why does he need to speak English when he can speak bull <laughs> so fluently? Um, you know, I understand every word of it. You know, I'm the bison, so I totally get, understand every word he's saying. So it's, it's not a big deal for me. He speaks fluent ball. I was going to so, say, I think, I think most of us speak ball. I know, <laughs> yeah. I, I know, especially I do. in wrestling, especially <laughs> when it comes to wrestling. Uh, but there you go. 
Uh, so, yeah, so it, I, I think he's awesome, and I'd like to see more of that. So, uh, anyway, we then moved on uh, to the Digital Media Championship, uh, which is Rich Swan versus Brian Myers. Um, you know, again, dot com, or was it dot combat match or something? Yeah. Dot yeah. com combat match or something uh, for the Digital Media Championships. Um, and, you know, again, uh, this was a way better match than, than you know, potentially i was expecting it to be um i thought it was actually really good so this is how it went down swan hits a spring uh, springboard corkscrew to, to the outside but myers quickly comes back with a keyboard and a mouse assault um myers sends him crashing into the steps to gain the advantage myers chokes him with a with a tripod uh, <laughs> um but swan breaks free with a jawbreaker Myers tries to hit him, uh, hit, hit him to the ropes with with a surge of uh, uh, protector, um, then attacks him once again with the tripod. Swan bites his way out. This this was good. Swan bites his way out of the cables, then stacks a collection of weapons in the corner. Myers recovers and plants Swan with a DDT for two. Swan hits a Death Valley driver into the weapons. But Myers, I mean, the weapons being like a keyboard and a screen and stuff like that. <laughs> but Myers kicks out for two. Myers hits a spear, then drives him through a monitor for a very, like in the corner. He sort of kind of rammed it in the corner. He drives him through the monitor um, for a very close near fall there. Swan then connects with a, with a handspring cutter, which is an awesome move. on on the Actually, on the exposed ramp, which was, which was mm. cool. Myers catches him with a mid-air keyboard shot, um, which again was 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 pretty cool. Actually, one of the keys like stuck in uh, his head. Did you see that? Yeah. Like for a split second, it was sort of kind of like stuck, and then just sort of kind of dropped out as he moved. But um, which was which was interesting. Um, then he hits the roster cut clotheslines for the win um, to become the new digital media champion. So Brian Myers is now the digital media champion official. That official. son of a bitch. You're telling me that son of a bitch. Um, but, I, you know, this was a much better match than, than I was expecting. I mean, you know, it's just another take on, you know, a hardcore match using, um, you know, digital forms of, of, of weapons, I guess. So um, I enjoyed this match, especially the uh, driving him through the through the through the monitor uh he sort of kind of went into the monitor and then the outside of the monitor yeah it's, over his head uh, so he sort of kind of like dry, uh, i yeah i i thought it was a great match i, I really enjoyed it mm. um is it a sort of match i want to see every week no um but you know for a, a, you know one of those sort of like every now and again matches you know for a, a novelty purpose i enjoyed it it was good um what about you joe what are your thoughts on this one I, I enjoyed this too. This was the second dot combat match we made. So now the digital media title technically has a signature match now. Of course, um, yeah. And uh, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the, the trash talking Brian Myers throughout the match as well, especially really ripping into Rich Swan for not having any Instagram accounts and all the social media accounts and everything. Uh, that that added more to the match too. And Rich Swan's take Rich Swan's offense and endurance was really put to the test here as well. You could say we all know he can take a massive beating. But uh, this was just great to see a great, a great, a nice, decent match to, to um, ease everyone into to, against all odds. It was. Um, I was a bit disappointed. Rich Swan lost. I must admit, I was hoping you'd hold the title for a bit longer. 
Yeah, now, so was I. So was I. But but now it gives Rich on a new new direction to go, possibly even towards the exhibition title, because I'd love to see him versus Mike Bailey, and Brian Myers, of course, in being the social media giant now that Matt Cardona is currently still injured. So it make, it makes it makes sense to have give Brian Myers a title. And I if, think his ego is that sorry. big. His ego is that big. It would be a shame not to not to feed his ego even more. <laughs> Agree. What about you, Steve? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, well, like I say, I really enjoyed their match um, at Slammiversary. So I knew that I was going to enjoy this just because both men have have um, characters um, that just jump off the wall. So you knew the match was going to going to be good. Um, and especially going into that hardcore environment, um, Myers, especially, you knew that he was going to um, thrive in this. And, you know, Swan can hang as well. So um, I, I, I knew what they were going to bring. Um, but. Um, I, I like Joe said. I was really surprised at the outcome of the match. I really was. You know, it's. I know. I know. We've all said that Swan doesn't have the kind of social media side to him, but to have him only be champion for kind of um like less than a month, I think it was. You think, I, well, I... yeah. Why did he? Why did he maybe have the title? Why didn't Myers have it to begin with? It was really a weird decision. I thought about this. I thought about this and I'm I'm starting to think that Cardona was probably injured um, hmm. bef- like at that point that um, Rich Swan took the title and I think it was a case of like, well what do we do? Do we get him to lose the title or do we get him to vacate the title because he's injured? What do we yeah. do? And then Rich Swan just so happened to be in the right place at the right time mm. um, to then sort of kind of almost carry it to the next champion, if that makes sense. I think the reason they've given it to Brian is because it there's, there's, well, there's two ways you can go with it. One way is that you can then get Matt come back and then create a feud between them two because like Brian's like, no, you're not fucking having your championship back or whatever. You know what I mean? This is mine now, up yours. So we mm. get a match because Matt wants his title back, right? Or it's, you know, the fact that it doesn't matter which one of the major players has the title. It's the fact that the major players as a group yeah. hold that title. Yeah. Make sense? You oh, yeah, I mean? definitely. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, like I say, it's just a shame, like, that Rich, like, because I think, including the X Division, you've had a lot of short-term champions for a while. Yeah, possibly. I mean, I'm hoping that now we're going to get a real nice long run with Mike Bailey as the X Yes, yeah. Um, I, mean, I think they can see that there's money in that. So that'll happen. Um mm. Like I say, Josh is going to be champion at least to Bang for Glory, if not past yeah. that. Um, he's doing a grand job, so I don't see any issues with that. I think that the next, I think the next title change will actually probably come uh, with regards to the uh, tag titles. I think that's the next one, possibly. We might, we, I think we're if the brothers go, if the brothers go, I can see them dropping that title at Emer- mm. are they at emergence it they will... might not be at emergence actually so it'll it be, be one then. it'll be one of the tag titles i think yeah certainly certainly mm. but i think what they're going to want to do is they're going to want to build chelsea indiana a little bit further before they put them in that title picture yeah, yeah because yeah, they're definitely. i think i think you know as we alluded to earlier i think chelsea indiana who they're setting up to take those titles mm. um yeah yeah, and, and Larry, I do think that he was trying to make this digital title serious. It's just one of those where, like, you know, 
you know, sort of Impact decided again to go in a different... And we don't know where Impact are going to go. You know, Swan might now start chasing it again. You just don't know, do you? No. It could happen. That could yeah. happen. It could be that they've now created a feud. And then mm. we'll, we'll, we'll get, you know, multiple things going yeah. on with regards to yeah. it. And maybe this is the way. You put, it, you put the title uh, in a feud with two, like, pretty decent guys. You know, I mean, let's face it. You know, Rich Swan is a former world champion. You know, he's a former X Division champ. Former, mm. did he win the tag titles in the end? I can't no, remember. no, he didn't. But, no, he you know, didn't very close. No, so so you know, he's a former big big champion guy. You know, the guy mm. was you know lost to Kenny Omega. He was in the main event against oh, yeah. Kenny Omega, um, and then of course Brian Myers, former WWE. You know, he you know he's part of the major players. He's a you know he's 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 a he's a big guy. He's the most professional wrestler there is. Um, you know, what more can you do to potentially kind of push, um, you know, a belt which needs to create some form of credibility? Maybe these are the two guys to do it. Mm. Yeah, Maybe well, I say yeah, yeah. We'll just have to wait and see. Exactly, exactly that. And Violet, I know you saw the speedball. You were posting it all over the social medias. <laughs> Everyone jealous. Um, but well done. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping, I'm hoping to get to see him live, obviously, in, in emergence. Um, hopefully I'll get to see an X Division match with him and someone badass. We'll have to we'll have to wait and see. But I will definitely be trying to get his autograph, let's put it that way. Uh, or at least getting a selfie with him. That would be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, him and old Vader, that'd be great. Him and Vader Scott, oh, that'd be great. That's what I think mm. was Vader Scott in that picture as well, by let us know. It's great that you managed to get to see him. He's a he comes across as a real genuinely nice bloke. So um yeah. I hope he I hope he is. Um but yeah, thank you very much for that, uh, Gary. We are definitely rocking our podcast today. We're doing a good job, I think. Uh, there you go. She met Vader too, which is great. And I love it. You know, it's the same with me. I, you know, like um, I'd love to meet Lady Frost in person and Victor because I get on really well with those guys and, um, you know, on, on the socials and stuff. And we've interviewed them. We've met them on, on the stuff. And, you know, they're really nice people. So I'd love to meet those guys at some point as well in the future. But Listen, we then moved on to Against All Odds itself. The show now starts. Um, and, you know, what do we get to open, open, the, open the show? But nothing, you know, let's face it, this is, this is not going to be a poor, poor match at all, is it? We get the Bullet Club, Ace Austin and Chris Bay versus the Motor Team Machine Guns, Chris Seaman and Alex Shelley. Um, well, what can I say about this one other than let's just give it a rundown. This is how it went down. Shelley hits a foot stomp off the second rope in the early going. Bay is, is basic is is skinning the cat when Shelley cuts him off with a dry with a drop kick. Bay launches himself off the top rope with a sent on to the outside, taking out both of the guns, which was pretty cool. Austin uses his signature playing card to slice between the fingers of Shelley. Saban hits a rolling fisherman suplex to Bay. Ooh. Oh, baby. Uh, the guns hit Bay with a drop cap flatliner uh, for two. Saban almost puts Bay away with the cradle shock, but Austin pushes Shelley into the pile uh, in order in, into the pile in order to break the count. The guns turn Bay inside out with a double team offense to score the victory. Now, you know, th that is really simplifying that match, right? Because some of the stuff that went down in this match was simply 
phenomenal. Um, you know, to you quote, you have the, to watch, you have to watch it to believe it. Yeah, to, mm. quote, to quote the uh, the 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 man himself, AJ Styles, it was a phenomenal match, um, and you know. Already, we've already seen two great matches, and then they then this one comes on, and you're just like, Jesus Christ! You know, how is the next match going to top this? Um, great match, uh, loved every minute of this match, and uh, I was a little, you know, it's great to see the Guns win. I'm a big Guns fan, so I'm happy with that. Um, but I don't know, I kind of felt that Ace and Bay should have should have taken this one. Yeah, uh, what, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts, guys? What are your thoughts? Well, you feel like. To begin with, I felt that, but then when you got Ace um, Bay in there, in a way, I mean, I, I don't know exactly, but for me, this was the first time I'd ever ever seen them t- tag together. So to be a team that has tagged together for over a decade, it would feel weird for a te- for two wrestlers who have never tagged together to beat them. I guess, but I suppose what the what the match showed more than anything else was that they they could potentially be a phenomenal team. Oh, they could, yeah. But I felt like maybe then you have the team that team beat them, and then okay, well we've learned from this. Let's you know you win you you beat them on your second try, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, Which, what about you, yeah. Joe? What did you think? Um. I, I I love the match and there isn't much else to say really. You you have to watch it to, to, to you have to watch yeah. it to to believe just how fucking good this match was. Um, I I was I thought um, Bay and Austin would pull the ultimate upset too, but um, they're they're continuing down the the nostalgia TNA route at the moment as we go to Bound for Glory. So the Motor City Machine Guns was higher was my higher expectation overall. Although I would have preferred Ace Austin and Chris Bay to win, but like you guys have said, you know. Um, They've lost to the, the superior team, and there's no there's no saying that they're not going to take him on again because this isn't over between the Motor City Machine Guns and the Motor City Machine Guns and the Bullet Club. No, so no, I agree. and this was the first time Bay and Austin have teamed together. It was confirmed by Tom Hannafin and Matthew Raywell. So, but they to, for them to gel so well because they face off against each other for a, a long time, so they do know each other in and out pretty well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. We, we can see that this is a much more well-polished team than we would have got with Ace Austin and Madman Fulton. So I think this yeah. could really go somewhere. Totally, yeah. totally. It's, we don't it's, get. I was going to say Sorry, it's very, un, it's very unlikely. But just a side note, commentary were very heavy on pushing that there could be a Shelley heel turn. Yeah. So yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. And, and, and beca- because of that. And and uh, you do wonder it's misleading that we could get something like from Saban instead. Mm. You know, I, I I I don't think we'll get a split at all, but they were okay. very heavy on pushing it, weren't they? I'll tell yeah. you what. I'll tell you what. Just for Gary, what do you think Black Taurus would have thought of this match? Where are we? Mate, well said. I totally agree. You know, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Um, we then get Gia Miller interviewing Impact World Tag Team Champions of Good Brothers, Heath, and the return in America's Most Wanted before they face off against Southern No More tonight. Um, you know, not much to say about the promo. It was fairly solid. Mm-hmm. Um, but we then move in to the Deanna Perazzo, Chelsea Green versus Mia Yim and Mickey James match. Now, for me, Right, and I'm gonna get loads of haters, I'm sure. For me, this was a bit botchy. Um, 
I wasn't convinced in the Mia Yim and Mickey James team, even though I love the entrance. Um, I think there was a there was a couple of there was a couple of moments where there was a bit of miscommunication, um, not only between Mia and Mickey, but also I think between Mickey, Mia, and Chelsea and Diana Perazzo. Because obviously we all know that they, you know, to create the best match, they work together. So there was obviously um slight miscommunication going on between all four at times and it didn't i don't think this match quite gelled um but i'll a quick rundown um a brawl breaks out before the opening bell as yim and james deliver double sliding drop kicks to the outside perazzo distracts the referee allowing green to illegally attack Yim with the apron yim creates um operation and makes and makes the tag to James. The pace quickens as James goes on the attack. James attempts um, the Mick DD, uh, DT on Perazzo, but Green breaks it up. Green plants James with a with a foot stomp for two. Perazzo and Green cut off the ring um, and where James and where Mickey James down. That was a good moment. I really like that. Really, that, that was good stuff going on there. So they wear Mickey James down. Several minutes later, James sidesteps a charge in Perazzo, sending her crashing into the steel ring post. James make a tag to Yim, who hits Green with a with a uh, bridge German suplex. Perazzo shoves Yim off the top rope. Perazzo and Green hit the James, hit James with a double backstabber uh, to score the victory. Um, now, you know, the right team won, because um, I think we're now at that point where we're building uh, Chelsea and Deanna uh, to become um, a, a credible tag team. This is where Deanna's moving. These two are now a tag team, and that's going to move forward. Um, but I don't know. I, I just don't think it perfectly gelled as, as much as it could have done. And like I say, it was a bit sloppy. Um, I Like Gary just said there, a little bit sloppy. I think that's probably a good word for it. Um, but overall... I can see where they're going with this, and and I think you know I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to come from it, um, especially with regards to the Perazzo and Green teaming as a tag team. What do you think on this one, Steve? Yeah, I can see what you mean there. Um, you know, I and and I think as well sometimes. Um, you know, you've got to remember tag team wrestling is a completely different form of singles wrestling. Um, you know, like especially someone like Diana, who's done, um, who's been in the uh, knockouts division now, like for what three, two years, three I think. years, three years, is it? Um, and has basically been knock, near near enough knockouts champion for three years, um, and has been now got to completely readjust herself to wrestle in a completely different style. Yeah. So yeah. it is one of those things where, you know, it's it might take a couple of matches to kind of think, right, we're not wrestling that style now. We're wrestling this style. And I mean, yeah, you know, it's it, it's a case of, yeah, they are they are professionals. They know what they're doing. But sometimes, you know, it can take the odd match. And you, like, like we know, sometimes wrestlers don't gel straight away. No. No, exactly. It could take it could take sort of two or three matches, and then all of a sudden, you get an absolute banger. Um, yeah. You know, once they yeah. understand each other in the ring and stuff, yeah. you know. But I mean, I yeah. I mean, we've heard the other way, haven't we? Where you've had tag team wrestlers, and they go into singles wrestling, and, and then they're, they're and they're looking for a partner to tag because they're they're knackered, and then there's no one to tag. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What about you, Joe? What were your thoughts on this one? I enjoyed the match, but I do agree there was there was teething problems. Um, is the, I think it's the the, the polite way to put it. Is, is those, you know, they could have been a lot, a lot more smoother if they if they'd worked together a lot longer. 
it was sort of about the blue as well, just shoving Mickey James and Mia Yim together. Mm. Um, that was the biggest disappointment for me. Was just they, um, yes, there's heat between Mickey James and there's that, there's that long history between Mickey James and Chelsea and Diana Perazzo, but the team to get kind of coming together was a bit out of the blue. And so, so, but it was all about um, just showing that Chelsea Green and Diana Perazzo are going as, going forward as a tag team, and the match did its job. It was really entertaining, and some of the spots in it were really good, especially and I enjoyed the finish as well. I, I think it was greatest. Oh yeah, um, I think that um, you know I think it was well put together. Um, you know, like I said, it was just a little bit sloppy in its in its execution. That's that's yeah. the only trouble. Uh, we then get Vincent um, is is replaced by PCO uh, for tonight's five on five showdown between Oliver Moore and Team of Impact. Um, well, you know, so that was an interesting moment. I think. They're setting that. They're setting about. that up. They're setting that up well, aren't they? Vincent and PCO slowly fading it, fade, splitting yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, I think. I think obviously Vincent and PCO are going to become something. Um, mm. But yeah, I think that's what they're doing at that moment. We then get X Division Champion Mike Bailey versus Trey Miguel X Division Championship, the match that we've all uh, been talking about, and this is how it basically went down. Very brief and it doesn't does doesn't do the, the the match justice but here we go um bailey gains the early advantage with a springboard moonsault to the outside bailey attempts a standing shooting star knee drop to uh but miguel gets his own knees up to counter it both men exchange kicks in the middle of the ring as bailey gains the upper hand bailey successfully drops his knee uh, into the chest of Miguel. Miguel comes back with a brain buster, uh, but crashes and burns on the follow-up meteor. Uh, Miguel fights through the pain and sends Bailey soaring off the apron with a hurricane runner. Uh, Bailey hits Ultimo weapon um, on the hardest part of the ring. Uh, Bailey trips up, uh, trips him up on the top, then hits the flamingo driver to win the match and retain the X Division title. Now. What a match. Um, <laughs> it was just... I love was... this match! Chris Saban fucking loved this match, I'm telling you. Um, like, it was fast. Um, it was it was high-flying. It was hard-hitting. Um, and just fucking entertaining. Right? Just incredible. For me, uh, I agree with Mira, match of the night all day long. Uh, match of the night all day long great match um, and it deserves every single bit of praise um, that has been shown to it via you know social medias all over the world uh, by the the dirt the, well by the sheets the wrestling sheets I was going to say dirt sheets I'm going to be kind to the wrestling sheets um, you know it's been promoted this and hopefully yeah. you know this is, is going to shine uh, a little bit of uh, light on again the the Impact Wrestling X Division, which is really starting to come into its own um, now as well, which is fantastic. Uh, see, even Violet loved this match. You know, great match. Yeah, um, I think I, I, I would, I would basically, you know, challenge anyone to tell me that this wasn't a great match. Um, you know, anything less than four stars, you can kiss my fucking ass. It's just that <laughs> simple. Um, Great match. Really enjoyed it. We then moved on um, to the Knockouts World Tag Team Championship, which was obviously Rosemary, Taya Valkyrie versus Tennille Dashwood and Giselle Shaw um, with Madison Rain obviously at ringside. 
um, really going for this, uh, you know, Knockouts World Tag Team title. Now, this is pretty much how this one went down. Again, mm, yeah. Giselle Shaw steps in for the injured Madison Rain as the infants receive their Knockouts World Title Tag Team match against Rosemary and Tyre Valkyrie. Valkyrie hits the Shaw with a with a snap German suplex on the ropes. Rosemary is about to bite Shaw's face off when Shaw rakes her eye to prevent it. Dashwood clothesline Valkyrie, then hits her with a with a draping neckbreaker for the two. Shaw and Valkyrie exchange chops in the corner before Shaw gains the advantage with a, a diving uppercut, which is really badass. Um, Valkyrie counters a tornado DDT into the vertical superette then makes a tag to Rosemary. Uh, you know, the pace then quickens as Rosemary hits a sling blade on Dashwood, followed by the exploder suplex. Rosemary takes Dashwood um, upside down on the ropes. Dashwood distracts the referee, allowing Shaw to get involved from the apron. Rain trips up Valkyrie from the outside, but it's not enough. Valkyrie rolls up Dashwood to score the victory and retain the Knockouts World Tag Team Champions for her team. So, you know, uh, Team Ragnarok get the victory. Um, you know, do you know what? I'm not going to give my thoughts on this match because. I, I'm going to go straight over to the Joker because I know he's a mm-hmm. big Rosemary entire fan. So, um, what were your thoughts on this one, buddy? Thank you, it, Anna. By the way, it, it was uh, um, it was entertaining. It was it was um, great, great to see um, Giselle sort of really hold the room with with um, Madison with um, Madison with Taya Valkyrie and Rosemary. Um, seeing as you know, Tarantino and Dashwood have never worked together before, so she really really gelled together with everybody um, in this match. And um, the offense was good. The, the, the in-ring storytelling was good. And the, I, I like um, the, the, the way that um, it, was, it was It was a good match. It could have been a bit better, uh, but it wasn't um, bad. Um, the, the, the main thing was is... Um, Sammy's in banging the table. Hang, excuse me. Um, um, uh, it, was, it was just, just, just a... a Good, good match, really, and um, it was good. Good to see Ty Valkyrie pick up the win too. So now it's like a winning piece between Valkyrie and Rosemary. If there's a, a bit of competi- infighting competition between who's got the the superior, who's pulling the weight in as a team, and like. uh, see, um, just 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 a good match. <laughs> you enjoyed it. I enjoyed um, it. I got the got there in the end. <laughs> I, I kind of agree with Larry on this one. It was it was basically this was was a woman's tag match. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't particularly good. Um, it was just an average, enjoyable but forgettable match. Uh, that's I kind of agree with that. Yeah, I, yeah. I do. And I'm a massive fan of Tyre. I'm a massive fan of Rosemary. Um, you know, and and yeah, the only one I'm not a fan of in that match was obviously um, that you know. But she's marked for death now, so you'll be you won't be seeing her for long. For reals, reals. Exactly, exactly that. Um, So yeah, so but there you go, there you go. That's my thoughts. You feel like this one was. I was just gonna say that you feel like this one was there more to drive the story of what was going on rather than the wrestling, which I was surprised it was so high up on the card, if I'm honest. Um, But I, I thought the match was decent but it felt like the match was there more to tell the story of what was going on on the influencer side um you know and again it it told the story well by having Tennille get pinned rather than Giselle get pinned 
You know, totally. if Giselle if Giselle totally. would have got pinned, then you know that's Giselle out of the influence and nothing has been achieved. Whereas if Tennille gets pinned, then G- Giselle is still in. Yeah. Yes. And now we get now we get a three girl faction, very yeah. similar to Beautiful People, very similar to the Dollhouse kind of scenario. Mm. We've got that building again. So, but the interesting thing for me about this whole this whole section of the show is what happened after the match, which is obviously, uh, you know, uh, Dashwood, Rain, and Shaw um, obviously delivered a three on two assault on Rosemary and uh, Tyre, um, and then on their way back up the ramp. Masha Slavovich comes out in very menacing manner and delivers an envelope to Tennille, taking a fight yeah. she's her next target. Um, again, you know, mm. whether you like that or not, um, I do, because I would love to see Masha smash the shit out of her, yeah. to be honest. I, I, I just, I've just got to the point where I don't really care no more, sadly. <laughs> About what, Tennille or Masha? Masha, you know, it's just got to the point now where every match is just a one-minute squash match. You know, I was hoping when she went up against Havoc that that was the point where we saw like a, a five-minute match, and yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. You know, you feel like some something has got, and I, and I don't have any hope that this match is going to be any different. You know, I guess I, I suppose they're waiting for her to get to someone of, of real significance, so maybe it'll be this one that is the one. I think yeah, that the, I think the I, Havoc thing was a way of taking her off TV. I think they needed to get rid of her for a while. Yeah, um, but it's going to get to a point where she's gone through everyone on the roster and every match has been a minute. It's like... It's, it's, and and she's been around since Bound for Glory, you know, and we're still doing 30-second matches. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I guess. Well, maybe Tennille will be the one that give her a bit more of a match. Um, you know, she is a former tag team champion after all. Mm. So she's got to have something about her. Um, but, you know... You know, I, I get it. I, I understand what um, what like like Gary, uh, sorry, like Mir saying. You know, it's it's almost Mashaberg. Um, <laughs> you know, saying you're next. But you know that the the cross thing reminds me of Killer Cross. Actually, do you remember when yeah. he was sort of oh yeah, like definitely, definitely beating, beating people up backstage and then just dropping the card with a cross on it. You know, so yeah. um, it reminds me a little bit of that. But uh, but you know, I, I'm done with it. You know, and I. I I want to see Tennille get smashed in 30 seconds. Yeah. So I, I, I'm cool with that. Um, we then got, obviously, the X Division champion, Mike Bailey, um, says that he's going to, you know, he'll fight anyone, anywhere, uh, wants to be a fighting champion, take the title around the world, um, you know, and he's going to be a fighting champion. He's, he, you know, delivers an open challenge to anyone who wants to fight him this Thursday, which, of course, as we know, um, opens up the... Uh, you know, the match that we're going to get uh, this Thursday. We all know about now. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so Thank much, you Courtney. So much. Um, I will be able to feed myself tonight now. Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> so we've got the Good Brothers. Uh, then, obviously, the Good Brothers, America's Most Wanted, uh, Heath versus On and More, Eddie Edwards, Matt Tavern, Mike Bennett, Kenny King, and PCO. Obviously, with Maria and Vincent... Um, you know, outside the ring. So we've got that as well. Um, Courtney, you are crazy. You really are. Um, now, this one went down a bit like this. So Bennett hits Heath with a with a forearm shot, followed by a missile drop kick from 
Taven. Uh, Only more begin to wear Heath down as they cut the ring off uh, to prevent him from making a tag. Heath hits the explosion power slam to uh, create separation and make the tag to Storm. Storm hits both Edwards and King with a netbreaker DDT combo. Storm tags in Harris as they team up and use the members of Honor and More as battering rams. While the referee is distracted, PCO attacks Storm on the floor and completely turn the tide. PCO is heading to the to the top when Tavern tags him in tags in himself. Tavern then crashes and burns uh, on a fog splash attempt. Storm capitalizes, hits vertical suplex on Edwards. Harris is tagged into the match and goes on the attack. Harris hits a delayed vertical suplex on King. Uh, both teams exchange spine busters, uh, but after spine buster in the middle of the ring, uh, Tavern connects with a springboard kick on Storm to break up the death sentence. Anderson hits the gun stung on Edwards. Tavern calls for the PCO saw, but instead he drives off the top rope onto the floor. America's Most Wanted hit the death sentence to King to get the win, the one, two, three. And of course, obviously, the team of the Good Brothers, AMW and Heath, get the victory over Honor No More. Um, this is, I think, it's just one of those feel, feel good matches. Yeah, I agree, Sammy, I agree. Um, it's just one of those um, feel-good matches, I think, for America's... Oh. <laughs> we lost him again. Well, what, we was, your what was your thought on the match? <laughs> um, yeah, no, the... the I, I thought the match was um, a hell of a lot of fun, like, like Bison was saying, that... Um, it was one of those carnage matches, wasn't it? That yeah. it had everything in it, um, and I've, again, like we were talking about the last match, I thought the storytelling in this was fantastic. You know, it, it was building up to that Chris Harris moment where, you know, you you were half expecting him to get the pin. Oh, hang on, he's back. He's back. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so very pissed off. The new game. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know what the fuck happened then, but anyway. Uh, so um, where Sammy were we? Got into, Sammy were got we? into your system. It was. It was Sammy squeezing <laughs> at me. That's what I think. That's what it was. Anyway, I'm back. I'm back. Uh, so yeah. So it was great to see on, um, America's Most Wanted teaming up again, and this was a nostalgia match. I don't think it really matters in terms of who won the match. Um, it doesn't hurt on it no more because we all know it's a nostalgia match. Um, I thought it was great. I mm. thought. Um, I, I, I think, I think, I'm not too sure. I, I'm not. I wasn't 100 percent convinced with Chris Harris' performance. Um, yeah. You know, I thought he was a bit, he was a bit sluggish, a bit sloppy. But yeah. at the end of the day, he's not been in the ring for for some time, so we'll yeah. we'll let him off. And at the end of the day, he is Chris Harris, so it's so it's all good. Um, but you know, fun match. Um, and I think, like I said, I think this was all about honor. This is all about America's most wanted, uh, mm. and that nostalgia moment, rather than, you know, much than anything else, really. What was Definitely. your thoughts on this one, Steve? Yeah, like like we were just saying, um, you know, I think it is a case of if you're going to protect Chris Harris, then this is how you're going to do it. Um, and it was building up to that moment with America's Most Wanted at, um, at the end. Um, and again, what we were talking about storylines in the last one, this one had it. And it would have been too obvious to have PCO take the pin here and say, right, that's it. So 
it was a great way to sort of say, okay, have him go for the PTO salt outside the ring and like that's not what we wanted kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that that was a great moment of a of a case of okay, you're now disrespecting us kind of thing. So yeah, yeah again, it was it was um, more more seeds sown kind of thing. So yeah, it, again, it was it's those little hints that they put into matches that you might not have even spotted to begin with. Um, and again, AMW getting the pin. Uh, is it is something that you could look at down the line and yeah, you could yeah. say, well, we got the pin here, so who knows? Yeah, totally agree. Nice to see the rev in the in the chat and uh, take care, Larry. I hope you get the top job. Um, like you say, there's definitely several vacancies available right now, and like you say, the top job I think will be coming up fairly soon. Mm. So uh, so yeah, get applying, get applying. Um, yeah. Good luck. Can't do any worse. You know what I mean? Can't do any yeah. worse. Um, Raj Singh then confronts the former digital media champion, Rich Wong, and says uh, his loss to Brian Myers earlier tonight was embarrassing. Uh, Shira goes face-to-face with Swan, but uh, he doesn't back down from the big man. Um, okay, so it looks like we're taking Swan away from that scenario, so we've got some sort of stuff going on there. Um, hopefully, at a later date, that will soon find out what's going on probably we'll probably find out what's going on there tomorrow night on impact i'm sure um is it odark because he's also owes my money (laughs) (laughs) oh i love that song uh moose versus sammy callahan in the raven's clockwork orange house of fun match um okay so you know raven joins tom hannafan and matthew raybo on the commentary team uh you could see the uh, you could see how much that meant to Matthew, especially. Um, I think he was very, uh, how do you put it? Sort of kind of like starstruck. Star he was, a, he, you could see he was blown yeah. away. And... Yeah, yeah. I think he Raven was, was uh, hilarious in commentary. He was <laughs> very funny. He was very funny. Uh, so it was, it was good to have Raven there. It really was. Yeah. Yeah. His commentary is like, great. The guy is gold. He's like, yeah. he's just gold. Um, anyway, so. Moose jumps Callahan from behind and spears him before the opening bell. 30 seconds into the match, Moose is assaulting Callahan with a steel chair. Moose sets up a table on the outside, but Callahan sends him crashing through it with a back uh, body drop. Callahan hits the Death Valley driver onto the steel fence. Moose finds a bottle inside of a garbage can and smashes it over the head of Callahan. <laughs> yes, yeah, that was good. Moose yeah. hits the sit-down powerbomb through a wooden chair. Moose shoots a st- uh, staple into Callahan's foot, which is also quite funny. Um, now it's Callahan's. Uh, now it's Callahan who powerbombs him through the Stop two it, steel And calm down. Uh, through the through the steel chairs, Callahan goes low with a stable gun. Um, Callan hits a cactus. I love that bit where he goes low with the staple gun. I, I don't. Well, he yeah. just basically staple gun his bollocks. That's was, what he did. He there were so many, so many hilarious moments in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Callan hits the cactus driver ninety-seven into a pile of building blocks, but Moose kicks out at two. Steve Macklin, disguised as a cameraman, hits the low blow. Callahan from behind, then attacks him with a with a barbed wire baseball bat. Moose capitalizes with the spear to win. Uh, Moose defeats Sammy Callahan, so um, obviously with an assist there. Um, now, the thing is, okay, 
the thing is with this is uh, clearly this is very much story driven. You know, they want to keep Moose looking strong. Sammy gets a win, you know, to get his revenge. Moose now gets a win with it with an assist from uh, Steve Macklin. Steve Macklin, um, at the end of the day, we know Steve's going to be getting a push, and who better to push him than Sammy Callahan? Uh, is is awesome. Now this match was fantastic. I loved it from top to bottom. Raven on commentary was just incredible. <laughs> um, I loved the way he was describing the set and the you know the changes that Sammy had made and all this kind of stuff. Um, mm. I, I thought it was it was really cool. I think it was a really good match. Yeah. Um, now th- this is my only criticism because I'm a huge Sammy Callahan fan and I will support this guy to the death because I think he is awesome. He's great for the the industry, but Sammy, for fuck's sake, can you build some bombs? You're getting flabbier and flabbier. You've got no muscle tone. Come on. How it's difficult to take you seriously against someone so stacked as Moose. Right? You know, like just get the dumbbells out and do some curls. You know, just do that. Honestly. Um it's the one thing that bugbears me because I'm such a huge fan of Sammy. I love everything he does. I just want to see him build some bombs. Um, you know, because to me, you know, it would just make all the difference uh, in the world for me to see him, like, you know, a bit more stacked, if that makes sense. Um, that's just my, I mean, that's that's my thoughts on it. You know, it doesn't stop me from enjoying his matches. I just wish he'd get the dumbbells out. That's all I'm saying. Uh, what were your thoughts on this? I'm sorry, by the way, guys, I think Joe will be back any minute. Yeah, everything all right, mate? <laughs> yeah, everything's good. Dog's just got a... w- wanted his ball. If it's not you, it's me. Or if it's not me, it's you. I don't know what's going on here. But anyway. Never work with um, children and animals. <laughs> exactly. Never walk with them. Never, ever. <laughs> But you know, like I say, it's a great match. What 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 mm. were your thoughts on this match, Steve? Yeah, well, like you said, I thought Raven on commentary was fantastic. You know, every time f- feeding off of everything that Tom was saying. You know, like when Tom was saying, "God, this is brutal," and Raven go, "Yeah, I know, it's great, isn't it?" You know, just yeah, his little it. new his little nuances were beautiful. And then, like you said, when Moose found the the um, the uh, the bottle in the barrel, and I think it was Tom said, uh, "God, that must be left over from James Storm's drinking night or something." You know, yeah. the little the little bits that they throw in with commentary really added a, a little extra layer to this match that was fantastic. Um, and it, I, I thought their matches like like I think I said this with the um, the Myers and Swan match. I thought the the match was at Slammiversary was good. But I thought that this was better. I thought that it layered and it flowed better. Yes, um, I agree. It was, it was such a good match. Such a good yeah, match. Yeah. But again, I just wasn't mad on the ending. Again, it shouted to me, we need to do something with Steve Macklin and we don't know what to do with him. So, you know, let's chuck him in here. And like you say, maybe it is a case of, well, these two guys will get him to the main event picture but he's had nothing to do with Callahan or Moose for ages or even at all. So how does he really flow into it? It just feels a bit random. Um, yeah, but again, you know, I mean, when somebody attacks somebody, it, 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 you've always got to have some way of making it happen to, so that, that you can then create that feud from now on. Mm. Um, you know, whether it, whether it be something random or whether it be yeah. something and that sort meaningful. Of with, there is a connection with... between Macklin and Moose. 
though, isn't it? So, um, again, maybe just see Sammy as as a big player. Like, mm. if I could take Sammy out, then where is that going to? Where what, you know, where is that going to elevate me to? Um, mm. You know, I think that's what you got to think about. Yeah. Sorry, Anna, can I just can I just reply to Anna? That I know he's been injured, Anna, but he's been injured in the leg. It doesn't stop me from pumping my arms. Just saying. Yeah. One one thing I would say is, like. I, I, I mean, I have no issue with Callahan. I do, I do. It's one of those things where I think it, again, if he got really out, out of shape, then yeah. But I think it's one of those things where it kind of adds to his character a little. Like, if I think if you got, like, really pumped, really sort of in shape and everything, it wouldn't be the Sammy Callahan we know kind of thing. Yeah. I'm not. I'm, I'm not talking about. Um, I, I'm not talking about getting like totally jacked like Moose. Yeah. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, you know, I mean, there's characters over the years that have gone from sort of like look at uh, look at Bubba Ray compared to Bully Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The transformation that he made. He slimmed down a little bit, and he just basically built up. Built his 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 arms basically mm. he just became he just slimmed down a little bit uh, and banged on some muscle in the arm department so he could wear his sleeveless and go check me out check my biceps out right mm. um you know i'm not talking about um kind of like suddenly becoming like the world's greatest athlete um yeah. you know in in terms of you know like them being completely ripped no that's not what i'm talking about um but i just i just feel that you know watching sammy lift up moose um you know i mean obviously we know how this all happens you know is less believable because he doesn't look like he could do that do you understand what i'm saying like i guess so you know and and because that's all part and parcel of what what we of, of the the package the visual mm. package right if you're going to be if you're going to be five foot ten then you, you know, and be able to, you know, then come to a guy that's six foot four, that's like jacked, like a wrestling god, right? Then, you know, you, you've got to have something about you to be able to like move someone like that around, mm. right? And yeah. have it believe that you can actually physically do that. Mm. Yeah, we all know, we all, we're not stupid. We all know that, you know, wrestlers give each other a hand in those departments to, to make that happen but the problem is that like that's great but for me it's just not necessarily always believable that that you know that sammy could get him into a pile driver because mm. he's massive the guy is massive right yeah. you know like i just i just don't that that's my only thing that mm. is my only thing because it yeah. is his mic ability is amazing. His in-ring ability is amazing. His storytelling is amazing. He's an amazing talent. Like, full stop. He's just oh, yeah. an amazing talent. He's my number one heel in the world. I, you know, or tweener, I should say. Yeah. Those are just the things that... That's just that one thing that just, you know, I find takes something away. Just that little thing. Just tiny little thing takes something away. But, you know whatever it is what it is and it doesn't take anything away from my enjoyment 
of of what he puts out there. You know, I love wrestling revolver. I love what he, I love his booking. I just love everything mm-hmm. about Sammy Callan. He's, he's just an amazing talent. Um, so I'm not taking anything away from him. So don't look at this dumbass. Thanks, Sammy. I appreciate it. Um, but anyway, so get, getting off all that, it was a great match. And, uh, you know, I, it was great to have Raven on commentary as well. We then move on. We got the Knockouts World Champion, Jordan Grace versus Tasha Steeles uh, with Savannah Evans, obviously, in her corner. Uh, again, this I thought was a pretty solid match. In fact, it's probably one of the better Tasha Steeles matches that, that, that have happened recently. Um, so before the bell can ring, Steeles chop blocked Grace from behind uh, the jump start of the match. Grace delivers a, a, a preem, what is it called? Is it a preem tip or something? Strike um, to Savannah Evans on the floor. Grace turns a tie with a spine buster, followed by a strong clothesline into the corner turnbuckles. Steels fakes an injury, allowing Evans to attack Grace from the outside. Steels continues to assault as she targets the leg of Grace. Moments later, Grace almost puts her away with a tor- uh, with a torture rack power bomb. That was cool. Um, Steels hits the signature bulldog, but Grace gets her shoulder up just in time. Grace's leg is in uh, agony as Steels locks it in half Boston Crab. Grace hits the muscle buster, but Evans distracts the referee. St- uh, Steels comes back with a cutter for a very close near fall. Grace hits the thunderous delayed super uh, superplex, then lands uh, sends Steel into her own partner on the apron. Grace connects with the Grace driver to retain the Knockouts World Title. Now I have to say, um, this for me is probably the best Steels match we've had for a while, and but Jordan Grace is so damn good, um, and I am so happy that she is now going to be t- moving forward as the knockouts champion for a little while because she is so good. Um, you know, what, what, what do you think on this one, Joe? Like this was definitely one of Tata Steele's best in matches, especially in, in recent, um, of 20, 2022, uh, Jordan Grace is so much like I say about her, um, and go on for hours and probably forget what I'm saying halfway through, then go on for hours more. She is absolutely incredible. And like like you, I'm so glad she's got the title back now because um, she's been building up um, since some adversity. The whole frustration she's had about um, when she would become the most champion, the bloody pandemic hit, and then she just seemed to disappear off the radar for the knockout title for a long time. And she's busted her ass to try and get back into the knockout title picture for such for a lot long time, and then use that also to really build up where she's going with her next run. Yeah, and yeah. the first thing she did after she won the title was go out there and and say, "If you want to, you want to beat beat me. You got to beat the hardest working working wrestler in the entire roster, and that's yeah. not going to happen." And that was a really, really bold and really, really accurate statement, in my opinion. And I'm just looking forward to seeing what Jordan Grace can do next. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to see Tasha Steels and Savannah Evans split more, more, more for ta- that's, that's really what I want to see next for Tasha Steels. Mm. Yeah, kind okay. of want to see okay. what, um, kind of want to see what uh, Savannah has got as well because there's been a yeah. few times where she's had singles matches and it's looked pretty decent. 
Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, I agree. So it's gonna. I I don't know. I I for my my main feeling here is that you know that's obviously brought Tasha to an end. Um, she's now had her her sort of kind of contracted rematch or, or whatever. Um, she's lost. Um, I, I think we might start seeing Jordan move in a slightly different direction now. Tasha moving away. Maybe Tasha and Savannah start creating a, a tag team, possibly. Um, but mm-hmm. we'll just have to wait and see. Can I just say, like, everyone is, who's, who's obviously talking about Mick Foley and the Biss and all the rest of it, um, you know, again, the characters that you're talking about, they didn't necessarily, like, carry massive muscular frames at that moment. Um, you're talking about them towards the end of their careers, uh, when they were in their prime of their careers, they were quite jacked. Uh, so go and check out photographs of when they were a little bit younger and then come back to me. Uh, Impact World Champion, Josh Alexander versus Joe Doring. Um, Impact World Championships, um, you know, Alexander basically avoids Doring crossbody, then hits one of his own on the apron. After several minutes of domination from Doring, Alexander delivers uh, a knee to the back of his neck to create separation. Alexander rebounds him off the ropes to hit an assisted German suplex. Alexander gets the big man up for the Northern Light suplex. Alexander locks in the ankle lock, but Doring breaks free and takes Champ off his feet with a clothesline. There was some hard-hitting stuff here. Alexander hits a thunderous suplex, um, but Diener gets up on the apron, preventing him from hitting the follow-up C4 spike. Doring swats Alexander out of midair, then hits the elbow drop for two. Alexander connects with the trio uh, of German suplexes. Uh, Doring erases him with a running crossbody, but it's not enough to keep Alexander down. Alexander locks in the another ankle lock with an additional grapevine um, on the leg. Doring hits the incredible strength to display as he stands up to break the hold. Alexander connects with the C4 spike to retain the Impact World title um, and hand Doring his first pinball loss at the Impact Wrestling since he arrived. Um, you know, and then of course, you know, basically Joss Alexander celebrates, which then brings this monumental victory and against all odds goes off there. Um, mm. It was... I mean, it was a great match. It was hard hitting. It was a very different match um, to what mm. you know we've seen previously on the card. Again, I think this is one of those things that sets Impact apart from a lot of other promotions. It seems is that you know we're we're getting luchador matches. Yeah, we're getting um, tag team matches. We're getting multi man matches. We're getting hard hitting strong matches. Um, you know. Mm. Well, they pretty much offer everything. Well, you've had like a taste of AAA, and then this was a bit like a New Japan match. Yeah, exactly, exactly that. Mm. So you know, we're getting sort of kind of like, yeah, you're right. We're getting kind of like AAA style match. We're getting American kind of wrestling style matches, and we're then getting like strong style Japanese style matches. Mm. You know, we're getting pretty much everything. You know, it's almost like Impact is like the variety show of wrestling. Um, You know, if there's nothing, if if you watch Impact Wrestling, there's no one that could tell me there's not something that you don't like about it. Um, Or there isn't a match that that doesn't. And and it does it without shouting about it. It just puts the matches on. Exactly. Which, you know, obviously we say that they need to shout about it to get it advertised, but it does it without blowing its own horn. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. 
as, as, a, as a fan, if we're if you know as a fan, we're lucky enough that we know all about it and we get to see all this great shit. So mm. you know, that's the thing. We need to you know we just need other people to mm. get into that as well, really. Yeah, um, and okay, so that... Violet's right. You know, it was a slobber knocker. You know, it, it, was, a, it was a classic yeah, I mean, slobber knocker. It, I never felt like Joe would win. I mean, I, I was a bit confused on the finish personally, but you know, it, 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 it Josh, you know, Josh now ha- and commentary did great by saying that it wasn't just an impact that he hadn't been pinned or submitted. Yeah, it's like over two years since Joe mm. Dorn was was beaten anywhere across the anywhere. world, and yeah, Josh, yeah. Josh Alexander just um, it, it took him. That's Matt. I was really. It was a completely different dynamic with Josh Alexander as well. So for him to adjust to a mountain like Joe Doring, well, that was just great to see as well. It just shows how well and versatile Josh Alexander can be. But to, to oh, yeah. take yeah. take all that punishment from him and keep going back, and it was great in ring storytelling. And to Joe Doring finally lose to anybody that couldn't be anyone better than Josh Alexander to lose to. So um kudos to joe Doring for, for for taking the pin and, and you know for, for going ahead and ending his undefeated streak globally which is it's recognized not just in america this is across japan europe or anywhere else he's got he's gone to wrestle and this is just it's massive massive for him to, to, to take a loss after such a long totally time totally i agree i agree and he agreed to lose to the man yeah he agreed to lose to the man. Um, okay, so that's pretty much against all odds, guys. And uh, what a fantastic show. I loved it, top to bottom. Absolutely loved it. Um, you know, so, and and so many people, you know, were, were, were shouting about what a great show it was. Uh, this was definitely getting close to a 9 out of 10 for me. Let's put it that way. Um, absolutely great show. Great, great show. Couldn't recommend, if you've not seen it, then you need to get your ass uh, on the Impact Plus app or you know, or Ultimate Insider or whatever you need to do. You need to watch this show because it was great. Uh, I think it's still available on Fight as well, so go, go and check it out. Um, but let's move on to what we've got available for this week. So we've got the Digital Media Exclusive Match, which came out yesterday, yesterday. Um, uh, for uh, subscribers to Impact Plus and uh, Ultimate Insider. Um <laughs> And also, um, it's available for free on Saturday, I think. So it goes, it becomes available for free on Saturday. So if you, you know, you don't have any of those things, you will, you can get to see it on Saturday. So it's Raj, Singh, and Shira versus uh, Swinger, Johnny Swinger, and Steve Rice. So um, it's actually a really, really good match. Okay. So if, you haven't seen it yet i recommend you do because it is a match um especially as obviously swinger and dice get a win which which you don't see very often um bit of a shame and very unexpected i was expecting obviously the the you know the the sing and the the indian lion to to get a victory here but you know no it was a a good heartfelt victory for johnny swinger and his uh protege uh sticky rice which was you know, well deserved. Did you have any of you guys actually seen it? No, I've not. No, no, I haven't seen it yet. No, it's definitely worth checking out. That's all I'm going to say. So, if you haven't seen mm. it, guys, go and check it out. It's definitely worth it. And yes, Nips finally lost. He finally <laughs> lost. But there you go. Uh, we then move on tomorrow. We've got the BTI exclusive match. It's going to be Giselle Shaw 
versus Alicia Edwards. Now, again, I'm afraid Alish, you're going to get beat. You're going to get a loss. We're getting another. Um, we're getting another L in the books for Alicia, I think, on this one because they're clearly pushing Giselle Shaw, and of course, she's going to have Tennille and. Uh, um, uh, Madison in her corner, but who knows? Maybe, maybe um, Masha Berg is going to get involved. Mm. You know, yeah. maybe. Or do we see? Do we see anyone showing up in Lish's corner? Exactly. You know, I would love to see Masha Samovich and Lisha Edwards as a tag team now. Oh yeah, could, could you, you imagine, imagine that? polar opposites? That would be such a great tag team. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you know, incredible, incredible. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, I always look forward to the knockout matches, I think, because we've got such a great knockout roster. There's never really any bad matches as such. Um, no. So I'm looking forward to this one. We then got on the Impact show itself, we've only got four, but four great matches advertised for this match. Now, I'm sure we'll get another one. Um, you know, we normally do. We normally get five, sometimes six. So... But let's go down what we've got. What we've got. We've got PCO versus Black Taurus. Yes. Wow. Gary Gary loves it when I say sticky rice. Look, Gary loves it. Um, yeah. yeah, so we've got PCO versus Black Taurus. Um, I think it's monster versus monster, right? We got we yeah. got obviously the Canadian Frankenstein versus the uh, you know, the half man, half bull. Um what what you know? I, I think this is going to be a great match. Unfortunately, I think it's going to be a Black Taurus loss. But or could we see Black Taurus mm. win? And this could be the start of bringing PCO into decay. I think. What, what do you what do you think, Steve? Mm. Well, yeah. I, my my thought was it will be a Black Taurus win, and then it will further the PCO kind of derail from on and no more. But I didn't think it would be. A, a PCO into decay okay which that now you've said that that's a very interesting take because yeah originally I was just thinking well it will be a Vincent and PCO going off on their own but it could be it could be very interesting if you have Vincent and PCO in decay yeah yeah, no, I agree. I mean, Vincent and PCO would probably make good additions because they're crazy. They would. You know, you've got PCO is is basically not human anyway. So mm. that, that makes sense. And then, of course, you know, Vincent, who is just, you know, he's he's crazy, man. Do you dig it? He's crazy. Mm. So you just you just never know, do you? No. So I think I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be great. And I know I know Joe's looking forward to this one because he just knows that you've got two beasts. It's going to be a great match. Um, so that that's going to be good. We then have the match which has been like creating the storm. We've got X Division title match: Mike Bailey versus Alan V Angels, um, former Dark uh, Dark Order uh, member. Um, again, it's been taken in net by storm. Uh, lots of people are like, "Oh, I'm going to have to start watching Impact now." You know, uh, what, you know, is Alan signed or is this a one-off? I'm hoping that this is going to be, you know, the start of a, a beautiful friendship uh, between Alan Angels and Impact. But we'll have to wait and see. Um, but it's a title match, so you know, we've got a title on the line, and uh, yeah, should be good. What are your thoughts on this one, Joe? I'm looking forward to this one. You know, the, the internet is going bloody mad about it and it's not even aired yet or even been filmed as far as I know. So um, this is going to be fantastic. Um, 
the the name does sound familiar. I forgot he was in the Dark Order, but he does sound very familiar. Um, but Mike Bailey, you know, fed that match against Trey Miguel is anything to go by. Then I'm looking forward to seeing what Mike Bailey can do against anybody else. You know, he's been amazing since he's come to just anyone, <laughs> and he's just been absolutely. He's been one of the best superstars of 2022, and I'm just so glad Impact Wrestling has him in their roster. Yeah, so am I. He's fantastic. I mean, we know that. Yeah, I can turn it on anytime, Pat. Come on, no we problem. Go. <laughs> uh, we know that uh, WWE had a lot of interest in him as well, like several years ago before he had his issues with his visa. Uh, but I, I think it's going to be, you know, incredible. I think it's going to be incredible. Uh, we then move on. Um, talking about luchadors and talking, you know, talking about them getting a little bit more TV time. We've then got Laredo Kid versus Trey Miguel. Now, come on, Steve, this has got this is this has got classic written all over it, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we like I say, we were saying about um, how good uh, Mike Bailey and uh, Trey Miguel was. You know, Laredo Kid is on the level of those two as it is. Um, we were saying about how much we wanted to push for Laredo Kid. Um, so, and, and to be honest, if we're talking about how this slight heel turn for Trey Miguel could come, a win for Laredo Kid could be both good for both parties, couldn't it? I agree. You know, totally. a push, a push for Laredo Kid and a heel turn for Trey Miguel. So yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's, that's uh, but yeah, we want to see Trey Miguel go full Venom, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, we if, if if we've got new viewers turning in to see Mike Bailey versus, I think it's Alan Angels, is it? And then yep. they see Laredo Kid versus Trey Miguel as an extra. You know, you you you're not going to complain, are you? You're in no. for a fucking treat. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then, not only that, you then get Diana Perazzo versus Mia Yim. Yeah. Like, come on, this is good stuff. This is good stuff, isn't it, Joe? This is good stuff. This is going to be amazing. Diana Perazzo is the fucking greatest. And Mia Yim is incredible. This is just going to be a real good classic match. No doubt we're going to see bits of Chelsea Green and Mickey James in too, so we're going to have that whole story developing a bit more. But, you know, anything that's going to add momentum to Chelsea Green and Diana Perazzo going forward is going to be good. And it's going to be good. Great. I'm interested to see where Mia Yim is going to go too, because I'm not sure how long she's with Impact Wrestling for. And the thing is up to Bound for Glory. So it's going to be great to see what they do with her now. You know, where is she going to go now? Again, I think I think with regards to Mia Yim, I, I think she's going to sign for longer. But, it, you know, it's just going to be a case of like, you know, do the best we can with her. She's a fantastic talent. Um, you know, putting her in the ring with Deanna is going to be incredible. Uh, I, I, you know, you think about you know the top five or six wrestlers on the Knockouts roster right now. Um, it's not a bad match, is there? No, not at oh, all. No. There isn't. There's not a bad singles match in there at all. Um, you know now Mickey's back as well. You know we've we, we've now got like you know Hall of Famer material. We've now got one of the greatest female wrestlers of all time. You know back on back, back on the roster. A lot of people say, "Where's Mickey gone? Where's Mickey gone?" She's back, man. She's back. Oh yeah. Uh, we're going to get a few more matches out of her. Um, so it's great to see. So we got four pretty solid matches um, to look forward to tomorrow night, um, as well as obviously the fifth being on the BTI match. I'm sure we're going to get a couple of surprises as well. Um, I highly recommend you go and check out uh, the the Raj Singh Shearer versus Swinger and uh, Sticky Rice. 
Um, it's actually not a bad match. Um, and I think it's, it's good yeah. to see those two get a win, actually. It is good to mm. see those two get a win. So yeah. uh, it's definitely worth checking out. But guys, listen, that's pretty much all we've got time for today. So please don't forget to head over to the TNI Patreon for exclusive extra content when you sign up. And also make sure you watch tomorrow night's TNI flagship Impact Live review directly after the show is aired on Twitch and, of course, uh, available on YouTube. Um, also, all TNI shows are available for all you listen on the go fans as audio only via SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Um, with all that said, where can we find you on the socials, Joe? You can follow me on Twitter at JoeCountySpace. You can jump onto Facebook and look for hashtag empty space, hashtag the void, or if you wish to tickle your taste buds and your sense of humor and your your mental state look for hashtag daily giggle but jump in with an open mind and you just might keep your sanity yeah, about yourself steve where can we find you bud you can find me over on twitter at simply steve 311 um or you can find me over at wrestle buddy under the impact wrestling banner um for any of my articles both of which i'm a little bit scarce right now however i'm trying to get back to both of them so give me a follow on twitter or look me up on wrestle buddy and hopefully i will get back to them you've got a lot going on at the moment buddy we totally understand um, but hey. I do recommend, I, I definitely recommend getting over and uh, checking out uh, any of the articles that, that either Joe or Steve have written over on WrestleBuddy. They are pretty good. Um, and I look forward to when he's got the time to uh, put some other ones out. Um, it's nice to see the Rev actually in the chat earlier. So yeah. uh, he involved yeah. WrestleBuddy. So um, yeah, yeah, make sure you go and, go and check that out. Yeah, uh, guys, if you're interested in... If you're interested in following the Bison, um, you'll find me on Twitter at LordBison45. I do appreciate the follow. Um, and generally, if you follow me, I'll follow you back. Um, so give us a follow. Uh, help me reach 1,800. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, and I'll tell you, I'll be very, very pissed off at you if you don't follow me. <laughs> no, I'm uh, but, uh, yeah, no, so it's a great... Uh, Great, make sure you do that. Now, guys, please take the time to help us out by moving up the rankings on YouTube by giving us a thumbs up. And if you're new to us, um, you like what you hear uh, or you like what you see, then uh, don't forget to click on the old subscribe button. Don't forget to give that bell a little tickle, a squeeze, or even a smash to never miss any of the great content coming out from the TNI UK and, of course, US teams each and every week. Um, lots of great stuff on there. Uh, definitely worth doing. And guys, listen, the other thing as well, share. Share the shows. Make sure everybody gets to see us, gets to hear us. Just just get it out there. Share it, like it. Let everybody know how great we are. Remember, the more follows, the more people we get involved, um, the more people that get to see us, the more content we're able to put out. Uh, so, it's definitely worth uh, worth sharing, letting people know about us, um, and of course, you know, letting them know about Impact. That's the important thing because that's what we do here. We we try and we just promote and we talk about how great Impact is, um, and we also talk about how great it isn't at times as well. Uh, but most of the time, it's great. Um, now, guys, don't forget if you want to support TNI, head over to our Spreadshirt store. The information is is down below. Um, also, we've got a pro wrestlingtees.com forward slash total nonstop impact uh, page. So go and check it out. We've got some great t shirts on there if you want to support us that way. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, I'm hoping that um, I'm going to wear my bison t shirt to the emergence show 
in uh, in Chicago, and I, I think Violet's coming, so I hope she wears hers as well because we could then get a nice selfie wearing the bison shirt. So I think that'd be cool. Nice. Uh, I think that'd be cool. Um, but anyway, so uh, be great to meet up and 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 do that. So there you go. Uh, now, with all that said, I've been Bison. They have been uh, the Joker, and of course, the incredible Simply Steve. Um, and this has been episode ninety of Impacted. Take care, everyone. We're Bison! We are